Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good to have you in the house with us right here on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. Let's go right back to the Ace Law listener lines and get as many of you in as we can. Again, Jay Gruden coming up at 2.30 on the win. Ryan is in Harrisonburg. Ryan, thanks for hanging in there on the Odyssey app. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Chris? Good, Ryan. Um, so, yeah, piggybacking on what another uh, caller had brought up, I'm really surprised that Sabah hasn't driven the point home that because of Taylor that Sam is playing. So <laughs> if if Sam becomes a franchise quarterback, it is literally because of Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. and she will be totally unstoppable at that point. <laughs> I love that. I I love how she, now she's going to be a little bit slightly offended by this. But I love the fact that everybody takes their turns just throwing barbs and darts at each other about about her 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 defensive because I saw it on 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 X last night during the game. She was like, "Oh, you know, like like Sam Howell's throwing YOLO balls. Uh, you know, for, for Sam Howell they're called great throws. For Taylor Heineke they're called YOLO balls. No, no, not exactly. They're." Darts from Sam Howell. They're tight window darts, maybe a little bit risky, but they are darts from Sam Howell. They were YOLO balls from, in large part, again, Taylor Heineke. Uh, And that's just the bottom line truth. And I went through some of the great, great plays and great throws that he made, especially in 2021 when he replaced Fitzpatrick in those first couple of games. And the problem is is we just didn't see that consistently. I think we're going to see that from Sam Howell. We're also going to see some mistakes. We're also going to see some bad reads or bad throws or bad decisions. That's what a guy does that has a rifle. I mean, quite honestly, he's going to get balls tipped up at the line of scrimmage. He's going to hold on to balls. He's going to get sacked too much. He's going to make mistakes. We know it's coming, but he also makes some huge plays. Right? Yes, sir. And 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 one other thing, I uh, kind of want to get your take on this, yeah. uh, if you have time. Sure. Um, Ron with special teams. So we've got the Cheeseman thing going on now yep. where he, he moved, I, I believe, moved up to draft him, and now we're having that problem. Yep. Uh, we have Chris Blewett last mm-hmm. year. We had, uh, I believe it was a game where either Blewett or, or Hopkins, one of the two got hurt. 
Tress couldn't kick field goals. Mm-hmm. So then through the rest of the game, we could not kick field goals mm-hmm. at all. So mm-hmm. we had to go for it. It just seemed yeah, it was like the, it was Sly. the Monday night game against Seattle that I think Sly got hurt. Uh, yeah, I and, believe and, you're right. Yeah, and just it seems like you know he 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 doesn't focus on that phase mm-hmm. as much, um, you know, as, as offense and, and defense. And you know, even made the comment last week. Well, we'll deal with blue or uh, we'll deal with Cheeseman. Yep. You know, when it costs us, right? So that's. You know. And and you kind of wonder, why are you waiting for it to cost you a game? Because this yeah. team can't afford to surrender a game based on a bad long snapper, quite honestly, which has been an established issue. And this was, you know, it's interesting you bring up, you know, the the, the blew it, and, and they blew it with that. <laughs> no, pun intended, okay? But I, I was screaming last offseason and summer and training camp, please bring in competition for Joey Sly. He's missed a ton of kicks. And he goes on and and he makes some big kicks last year, right? But he also missed yeah. five field goals and four extra points. That's nine total kicks that he missed on a team with very little margin for error. Way too much for me. I don't care what the rest of the NFL does. The rest of the NFL has a little bit more margin for error than a team that's averaging 18.9 points a game. So to me, them yeah. not bringing in competition. And then finally they did this training camp when Joey Sly actually was performing pretty well. So it was weird. Like th- some of their decision-making uh, doesn't make sense to a lot of us, which I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Um, maybe they just, maybe they know better than you and I, Ryan. Maybe they know better. Yeah. And and we were, you know, it, what, what kind of is concerning is we were a blown PI no no call for the three points at least if it's not six you know depending on who you blame the missed field goals totally coming back at the end and biting us uh, like it got down way too close than what it should have been oh no doubt no doubt but I I mean I will I will just say you know the hail mary I I I mean look yes the missed field goals. And the decision and the misexecution ultimately almost cost them. But without that Hail Mary, they fairly comfortably win, and we're probably not talking about as much. Good call, Ryan. Appreciate it. Uh, good to hear from you. Let's go to uh, – let's get to Sean in Connecticut. I know Sean was uh, breathing a little fire as well earlier in the game yesterday. What's up, Sean? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no, sure. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up because for how much, for how much uh, hate I have toward Ramavera at points, I will admit when I when I was a little wrong. I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong because I'm a passionate fan. I'm gonna say stuff that's gonna like like during the game, and it wasn't just me because like the it was like the entire fan base almost at least on Twitter yesterday. It was, it was people were not feeling good. Like it was, <laughs> it, it, it felt like some years passed. Um, and I, I'm, I kept watching. I'm glad I did. Uh, I, I, I'm just so a, a Scott Turner offense doesn't come back. That's like the bottom line. So I, I think the, the impact that the enemy has had on and off the field cannot be like, we can't, he's done so much. So it, it, I don't think it can be, really put into just a couple of things. I feel like he's the, he's the spark that we needed. I think he's made such a big difference. I saw, I think it was yesterday 
at, right after the two-point conversion, I saw Ron for a short second go down and was yelling at somebody trying to fire him up, and that's what I want to see. I want, like, I want to see more. I want to see Ron more like that. Um, what I don't want to see, I didn't, I didn't really agree with taking that long. I think it was 59 yards. Yep. Um, yep. I understand. I understand the ball goes further in Denver. I get it. But at the same time, the way the defense was playing and the way their the Broncos' offense was playing, I, I just I, I would have felt more comfortable giving our um like I can't say enough nice things about Tressway. I I love that man so much. He, just give it give it to him and let him do what he does. Like that's the and it, I I'm glad that they were that was a huge sack by Chase Young on third down because I think Russ was going to get that first down. Um, and I was I I've definitely uh, criticized Chase a little bit this off season, but like I I also said all it takes is one sack for everyone to forget everything that's gone on. At least for me, uh, maybe not forget, but move past it. And then uh, I also want to bring up I I I couldn't believe that the NFL, maybe they're going to go back on it, but I can't believe they're not, uh, what's the word, suspending Jackson. Yeah, I can, I can believe it because they're, they're, not ser- they're not serious enough about disciplining these guys. But that's the only thing yeah. that's going to get people to change their behavior. And I gave a couple of examples you know, earlier. I mean, Brandon Merriweather kept getting suspe- you know, got suspended once or twice or whatever it was. He had to learn. DJ Swearinger yeah. had some bad hit. You know, uh, again, different sport. Yeah. Tom Wilson had to get suspended for a lot of games before. You know, uh, Matt brought up Alex Ovechkin. Uh, again, different sport, different rules, yeah. different whatever. But the only way that you get the message through, the only way that you stop what happened to Logan Thomas from Kareem Jackson, who was, again, fined last week uh, for an illegal hit, the only way is by taking away not only their paycheck, but also their playing time and hurting themselves and their team because then they become a liability to their team. And players finally, you almost always figure it out. Almost always figure it out. And as far as the 59-yard missed field goal, listen, I, I I understand everybody's making a big deal out of that. I mean, you know, it's 4th and 20 from the Denver 41. Again, like you said, you, you I'd, I, ideally you'd like, you know, Tressway. I, I'm assuming that Ron probably thought, hey, you know what, unless I take a 5-yard penalty, Tress is likely to, you know, in the thin air to boot it into the end zone. Then they yeah. get it at the 20, what have you. It's not a big net gain. Let me take a shot. Uh, Joey yeah, Sly's got fair. distance from 60-plus. Again, kind of the problem that I had is, A, you got the bad snapper, which we already had seen on the first missed field goal. Two, the the yep. the, the, the the bigger problem that I had, and I don't know how many people are kind of mentioning this, is, you know, again, maybe the first one was because of the bad snap. This one was not, in my opinion, a bad snap, and it was a horrible, yeah. wretched kick. And both of his kicks yeah. were not even close I mean, not even close. They were awful off the boot. And again, the first one, I said, okay, well, maybe bad snap certainly contributes to that. Second one, uh, that wasn't a bad snap in my opinion, and maybe I missed it. Uh, But Joey Sly was not very good on either one of those kicks. I I understand he also had a 49-yarder. I got it. I I got it. I'm not saying he was awful the entire – like, you know, again, I kind of understand Ron's – thinking even though it looks really bad if that makes sense yeah and i just one one last thing i wanted to criticize ron i i didn't understand why he why he didn't challenge that sutton catch yeah 
because at the end there, I, I wasn't, I was kind of confused why he didn't do that. And then the one underrated throw that stuck out to me from Howell was on, it was a second and 10 with a minute left in the first half up the middle to Curtis Samuel, who's also been playing really well for us, I think. Um, I, I just, I, I know it's just a simple throw and it, he put it right on him, but it, I have never seen the ball come out as fast and he's throwing lasers. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not used to my quarterback throwing lasers, I but I, 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 I have to watch these plays like five times over to actually believe that it's my Washington football team <laughs> that, are, that has a quarterback that can do this. I hear you. Thank Good you call, as always, Sean. Glad to hear you fired up after a, uh, after a tough start for everybody. That Sutton play uh, with 48 seconds left at the start of it, 42 seconds uh, when he goes out of bounds. Um <sighs> Again, I, you know, Ron probably should have. With 48 seconds left, he's got two timeouts left remaining, I believe, um, because they use timeout number two uh, with three seconds left right before the Hail Mary. So he's got two timeouts left. If you're wrong on a bang-bang play, he figures, well, wait a sec, you know, like if I if I have two in my pocket, you know maybe maybe I save myself some time and I get sly in position if they score quickly, you know, and then I can maybe save thirty. I, I don't know, uh, you know, and 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 Ron's been wrong on challenges. I mean, every coach has been wrong on challenges. That's why you know again it was a replay review uh, on the two point conversion. It was a scoring play, but. Ron's been wrong on challenges. He was last week, even though he should have been right. And maybe he was feeling a little bit, eh, you know what? It's not decisive enough, clear enough for me to burn one of my two timeouts here and give everybody a reset. And it was 13 yards. And at that point, you're up, what, 35 to uh, 30. You're up 35-27, right? So you're up by a touchdown and a two-point conversion. And as it turns out, they did score the touchdown, but they didn't make the two-point conversion. Uh, again, I, I, you know, I, I can understand Ron's deliberation. And for everybody that wants to kill Ron about every little thing, and I got it, you know, not everything in real time is as easy as we want to make it in back time. And you have to always think, well, wait a second. If I stop it, if I'm wrong, I A, burn a timeout, right? Um, And B, I give them not only the play, but I also give them a little bit of a break to regather themselves, recollect, plan out something, maybe draw something up. Whereas they're in hurry mode at this point. I don't want to give them time to kind of set down, set up and, you know, kind of um, regather their thoughts. I, again, I, I know, I know they took the time out right before the Hail Mary. I got it. That To me, that's different. With three seconds left versus with, uh, with uh, uh, 48 seconds or 42 seconds left, that is different. That is different. 
right, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines and a rec. Ace Law, I hope you get a check call, 8888 Ace Law. Ron Rivera at 3 o'clock. Jay Gruden joins us at 2.30. Your calls uh, and more coming up straight after this, right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh, I screwed up on something from Sean in Connecticut's call. Somebody just called in during the break and reminded Matt and therefore me that you can't challenge under two minutes a call. Now, Bill Belichick, I'm reading a a column, I don't remember this, uh, thinks that you should be able to a coach's challenge. Um, The NFL, as it it's worded. The NFL does not allow coaches to challenge plays in the final two minutes before halftime and the end of regulation in part so that they aren't allowed to manipulate challenge strat- challenges strategically to stop the clock. So my bad on that. And that obviously happened again with 40 some odd seconds left. So that's why. Uh, now, the, I, I, the review can come from upstairs. Um, but Ron... Technically, uh, not supposed, you know, not allowed to do that. Again, uh, all these different rules, whatever, they all blend in together. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are smart. I, I'll take the heat on that one. I screwed up. Ron couldn't challenge, right? So, I mean, I defended Ron that he probably shouldn't have challenged and what his thought process was, but I forgot, quite honestly, uh, that you can't do that. All right, Jay Gruden coming up in just a couple of minutes. Let's get to... You on the phones. Let's go to Little. What up, Little? How are you? I'm going to make this real fast, big fella. First of all, I'm going to call out Sabaj. Sabaj and yourself, man. Y'all, y'all had us losing yesterday. Both, both, both of y'all pick us. Now, see, Sabaj, I can't get over to Dr. Sabaj because he was the first one called call the um, Doc Walker post game show the other day. And she ain't mentioned nothing about she had us, she picked us to lose. Come on, big fella. I sent you a tweet. Wait a I second. Now, I, I, I changed my pick on Friday to the Commanders winning. Oh, okay. I ain't know about yeah. that. On Thursday, bar, on Thursday, I said they would lose a tight one because of special teams. And okay. quite honestly, I was pretty close on that I, one, I, but I did change officially. Sabah, I don't think did. I, I don't know, yeah, I but I don't think did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did she be the first one to call in? Oh, 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 um, um, Holly Jolly, you know, about the game. But let me say this is only one mistake I saw in the game, um, big fella, was when they had the third and three 
and they drop back and pass. I thought that was two down territory. And I hope you hear me look at that situation because it was inside the 30. That's that's four down territory. And that's when he dropped back and got the ball, and then he missed that long field goal for 59 yards out. But I'm, I'm realizing, man, once they get in this confidence about them running the ball, that's what I like, man. I like to see how them boys come off the ball, Chris. And one other thing, man, look, I, I, my secret weapon for the game, son, if I see you in the game, Sabah, I'm going to give you the thumbs down. I'm definitely going to give you the thumbs down because I, I, can't, I can't trust your faith. Anytime, any game they go to, Chris, I ain't going to never say they're going to lose. I'm going to say that we're going to come to play. Mm-hmm. That's what you call a, a diehard burglary goal. We're gonna, I'm not going to never predict us to lose. I got my man secret weapon. Um, Sunday going to be Cole Turner. Watch what I tell you, man. We're going to turn up Sunday. Well, Cole, hey, Tur- Cole Turner might be starting, you know, because. Right. He's yeah. my secret weapon Sunday. He's a secret weapon Sunday. Watch he had, he had, a, big Sunday, ca- he had a big catch that helped set up a, a, a touchdown and yesterday. And I want to say this, and I'm going to let you go, big fella. If we can run the ball on anybody. That's Dallas, Philadelphia. We can beat them. Trust me what I say. If we can run the ball, if we can establish the run on any team in the league, any team, out east, west, south, I don't care where they're coming from. We can, if we can establish that run game, we can beat them. Yeah. You heard it from Big Little, man. God bless y'all. Stay up, Chris. I got you. Thank you, Little. Uh, on that 59-yard missed field goal, I mean, the play that really kind of destroyed that drive was Wiley got beat off the right edge, and – Howell gets sacked, fumbles, ball squirt. Now, Wiley does recover it, so that's good. And it wasn't, like, clean, clean, pure, like Wiley getting beat, but he did get beat, at least in my estimation. And that uh, they lost, uh, I forgot how many yards in that particular sequence. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. Uh, before the 59-yard... Uh, missed field goal. I um, I'll get it for you uh, as we go along. Uh, they, they lost, lost five, five yards, yards on that play. Okay, so it, was, it it wasn't as bad as I thought live, but still, you lose five yards. I mean, it you know puts you. I mean, it puts you in a tougher spot. Now again, it's a terrible, terrible kick that wouldn't have been good from 20, 30, 40, 50, 55. I mean, it was a it, like not enough people are paying attention to how bad the kick was. Not enough people are paying it. how bad his two missed kicks were. Again, Cheeseman contributed to the first one. The second one, mm-mm. People are blaming Ron for the 59-yarder. Sly wouldn't have made that again from 30. It was that bad of a kick. That bad of an execution. And I didn't think the snap on that one was bad. Let's get to Jonesy and Greenbelt here before the bottom of the hour. And Jay Gruden, what's up, Jonesy? How are you? Hey, real quick, man. I didn't even want him to do no 59-yard kick. We had him pinned back. The pinned back game, they looked like they had nothing. Russ couldn't cook, man. He lost the recipe. I'm just going to be honest with you, man. So if we'd have kept him pinned back, I don't think they would even gotten, would even advance so much as far as the 50-yard uh, 50, 50 line. But we won the game, Chris. That's all I care about. I hear people weighing in on wrong. I mean, Ron, I saw what this guy was when I was down there in, in uh, uh, Carolina myself because I lived there for like three years, man. And I saw him up close in 20, 2015 a bunch of times. And those, his teams respond to him, man. I'm, that's all I got to say about all of that. So it's, we're only going to get better. So if it's two games, we two know. I'm not pissed off about anything. 
It's Victory Monday. I'll talk about Buffalo sometime between Tuesday and Wednesday. I just want to enjoy today, and then I want to listen to Jay Gruden, see what he has to say. Uh, because that guy's playing bang. Yep. Play. I hear you. I hear uh, you. I got you, Jonesy. Uh, thank you, as always. We'll get Jay Gruden fired up uh, after a trending alert. By the way, Matt, I just did look back in the NFL GSIS. It was an 11-yard loss on yeah, third and three. Yeah, I was about to say, I was looking at the wrong um, one. I was looking at yeah. the first one. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, so, again... You, you blame Wiley for missing the block. Sam Howell gets sacked, doesn't see it fast enough, fumbles. They recover, which is good, but it's an 11-yard loss. So it would have been, theoretically, if they would have just gotten no yards on that play, a 49, 48-yard field goal attempt. But here's what I'm telling you. Again, and that's the second kick, but the first one I'm willing to say, okay, you know what? And, and, and I haven't seen a good replay of it uh, because – CBS didn't bother to show it, but I know Cheeseman, the snap wasn't great. Good. Whatever. The execution. This one, the second one, the 59-yarder, which Ron has taken all the heat for, again, I don't kill Ron necessarily like everyone else is, even though I understand the criticism. I would just say this, again, like the execution from snap to hold, to place, I thought was pretty good on this one. It's the play before that set up the 59-yard distance, one. Two, again, Sly would not have made that kick from any distance, period. Uh, period. And maybe he was just thinking, you know what, go for points and extra elevation as opposed to, you know, again, Tressway punting it touchback in the end zone and us just getting a net of 25 yards or whatever it was. 301-230-0980. If you want to hop on after Jay Gruden before Ron Rivera, you can do so. But Jay Gruden coming up next, the former head coach of the Washington Redskins and, of course, our NFL analyst right here each and every Monday, Russell on the radio. Good to have you with us. Let's go. All right, we're going to hear from Ron Rivera coming up in about a half an hour. He'll address the media uh, after a 2-0 start for the Washington Commanders. Two Monday night games coming up tonight. It's Bryce Young's debut at home, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, against the New Orleans Saints, who are three-point favorites. 7-15, the early kickoff there. Meanwhile, we'll have Cleveland and Pittsburgh coverage underway at 7-30, kick right around 8-15 from Pittsburgh as the Steelers trying to avoid going 0-2 at home to the 1-0 Cleveland Browns. Nats back home tonight for the Chicago White Sox. 7:05 first pitch over on the fan. And that's what's trending. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. All right, good to have you with us right here on a Monday, a Motown Monday, and a Victory Monday as well, right here on the Team 980 Odyssey app. And joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline as the 2-0 Commanders come home for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills as the former head coach of the Washington Redskins and NFL offensive coordinator and our NFL analyst, it is Jay Gruden. Hello, Jay. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, Chris. Always good to hear your voice. Golf game going okay? Everything all right? Everything is going just fine. Atta boy, atta boy. I listened to you uh, do a whole show with uh, my pal Grant uh, the other day, uh, and uh, I must say, you I, I, you know, I know you want to coach again, but you're pretty damn good on this radio thing, Jay. Well, thanks. I don't really think I want to coach again. That's a funny thing. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. All right. Well, maybe I shouldn't just automatically assume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my bad. Jay wants to become Jay wants to become a full time talk show host. <laughs> yeah, why not? Look He's at ca- you! Look how successful you are. Oh yeah, oh, exactly right. Yes, uh, very successful. I'm uh, I'm I'm living large and in charge. Uh, we, we, we'll won't discuss that. Um, all right. So obviously a two and zero start for the Commanders hasn't happened since 2011. So that's kind of foreign concept. Uh, around here what is the obvious besides the obvious what is the advantage to you know starting off with 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 two wins just in terms of the psychology of the locker room does it kind of reinforce everything that a coach and a staff has been preaching during the dog days of august uh, when guys are hot and tired and frustrated and all that stuff yeah without a doubt i mean and not to mention your quarterback is playing at a very high level, which everybody, I don't care if you're in the building or not, you still weren't sure how he's going to do under the pressure in back-to-back games. Um, and he's proven that he is a worthy guy and, and, and deserves this opportunity. He's going to take it and run with it. So a lot of things to feel good about right now, being 2-0, and your quarterback's playing well. Uh, your defense has played well at times, and, and, and offensively you have a lot of weapons. Yeah, we're going to get into the quarterback and more with Jay Gruden, of course, on air and on the road. Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group. Ted Britt Ford and Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, Virginia, all home to Ted Britt for life. Lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. Come. All right, so let's get into it with Howell. I mean, you and I have talked, uh, you know, over the years about, you know, Taylor Heineke and some of the shortcomings that he has, some of the gutsy plays that he made, what have you. Jay, there was three throws, the touchdown on fourth and goal to Logan Thomas, obviously the one to Terry, uh, where he kind of slides to his left, finds a lane, and just fires a bullet into a tight window. And the one uh, that set up a field goal to John Bates for 34 yards up the sideline, those three throws – 
Listen, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I I just don't think Taylor Heineke or anyone really that has been here since Kirk Cousins would be able to consistently make those throws. Maybe one out of the three, but not all three. Do you agree with that, or do you think that's too rich? Those are great throws. I do agree. Not many quarterbacks can make those throws, period, let alone guys that were here. Um, those were, I mean, that throw to uh, Logan Thomas, like you said, it was in a really tight window. Um, one down the sideline and one to Terry. I mean, these are excellent throws. I like the way he's he's making all kinds of different throws too. And, and uh, Coach Bieniemy's not babying this kid. He's mm-hmm. he's having him. He's challenging with throws down the field, in the seam, down the sideline, uh, over the middle. Uh, so he he's doing a little bit of everything. He's seeing some of these games uh, over the weekend, and, and they're just flat routes and naked bootlegs and all that stuff. They're really protecting their quarterback, but uh, they're letting these, they're letting them fly at Washington. Do, do you think? Um... Is Bienemy like because he's been heavy, heavy pass to run in the first half, and we hear so much, you know, the analytics and and what I call the number nerds are like, no, you pass to run in today's NFL. Do you think he's doing that for that philosophy, or is it to get Sam again on an accelerated plan so that we're not always talking about him being a rookie plus quarterback with so little experience and and, and maybe kind of force feeding it a little bit. Yeah, sometimes there's a couple different beliefs. You want to run the ball, obviously, and, and, and exert your power and dominance at the line of scrimmage. But if you don't have that power and dominance, dominance at the line of scrimmage, if you try to force feed the run, then you're going to put your quarterback, your young quarterback, in, in, in tough situations, second and long, third and long. Those are much more difficult to complete balls than first and ten and second and five. So I think he's doing a good job of mixing up on first down and, and second down and, and giving him a chance to set his feet and launch some balls. Uh, Jay Gruden with us on the BetQL guest hotline, again brought to you by Ted Britt, uh, right here on the Team 980 each and every Monday afternoon as we rewind on a tight commander's road victory uh, in Denver. Um, so I, I, there's so many things that I wanted to ask you about. The fourth and goal throw, uh, which we just talked about to Logan Thomas, in that particular spot, Jay, you're down 21-3. Uh, you still have you know more than not only the the entire second half, but you still have a little bit of the first half, and as it turned out, a couple of possessions uh, still more. Did you in real time like that decision to go there, or do you think uh, they should have been maybe? I mean, it's hard to say. Well, they should have been more conservative. Uh, I, I guess if you were making that call, would you have gone for it in that spot as well? That's a tough one. Um, you want to get points when you're down there. Twenty-one to six would not have been the end of the world. You know, twenty-one to three could have been. Uh, so the risk-reward factor was pretty high. Uh, I didn't. I was. I would have probably been a little. Probably lean a little bit more towards kicking a field goal, going down two possessions. Um, but going for it showed the big guts by Coach Rivera and uh, a great throw, and, uh, and they had a good play dialed up. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe the enemy said, "Hey, I got a great play. We can get this ball in here." Right. And uh, and Coach. Uh, Rivera had faith in him, and they got it done. What did you think of the Kareem Jackson hit? I mean, obviously he got ejected, but supposedly, according to the national reporters, he's not going to get suspended Besides, despite getting ejected, despite getting fined last week for a dirty hit. I don't remember the rest of his career, like, reputation. I don't remember him being known as a really dirty play. But, Jay, I mean, if you want this crap out of the game, especially in the end zone, you, you've got to eliminate these launch and seeking missiles. Yeah, you know, it's it's very difficult for a defensive back nowadays because you're taught you have to get the ball out. You know what I mean? So you, and, and if you're not in a position to get your hands on the ball, then you got to get your body in, 
in there and try to knock the ball out with your shoulder, your uh, whatever you got to do. And, and sometimes it happens so fast that they can't get themselves out of the way. And sometimes the receiver ducks at the last second and they make head-to-head contact. It's very difficult. Uh, but you're right, those launch plays, um, you can't take them out of football because the defenders have to defend somehow. Right, but I mean, I I I get what you're saying. I, I guess I just have the problem. You know, it, it's a six six target. It's not a five ten little Smurf. You know, um, and and he's again launching like a rocket and then going helmet to helmet. I, I guess I know it's bang bang, but my goodness, I've seen guys tackle or break up a play in the end zone by again just using their shoulder to the sternum and I, I I guess I wonder okay maybe it's harder to control in real moment in, in real life play I, I just I guess I wonder why the NFL is gonna sit here and say ah no no need to suspend like to me when you you know you guys had Merriweather right uh right Merriweather was here for you right um, yeah, yeah. and uh you and know obviously D- yeah obviously DJ before you whacked him uh you you know he had some issues right I mean guys have to learn and they have to adjust and maybe it makes them a little bit more timid if they know not only are they getting fine but Jay they also could get suspended for a game or even two yeah you're there's valid points that if it's very malicious I agree with you but there are some plays where it's just very hard for these defenders. They have to tackle the guy. They try to break up the pass. They have to put their position, their bodies in position to get low and lower, but uh, then you're risk not getting the ball out or making the tackle. So uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's been an issue for a long time in pro football, and it will continue to be with the injuries mounting up. Uh, but you have to give the defense a little bit of leeway where they can get the guy on the ground or break up a pass. Jay Gruden with us, again, brought to you by Ted Britt, uh, right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app and the BetQL guest hotline. What did you think of Rivera going for a 59-yard field goal in the thin air when your defense has some momentum and knowing that you already have a long snapper issue? <laughs> long snapper did good. Um, I, I thought I he did good that- on that particular play, right? I think you get those decisions are made a lot of times in pregame warm up when you see your kicker kick. Mm-hmm. If he's launching sixty-five yard field goals, you're like, man, all right, right. Now that's our window. That's where we're going to kick. Which, him. Report, sure he was which reportedly he was. Yeah, so there, there's your answer right there. I think it's a good move, and I think a lot of teams will try fifty-nine yard field goals in Denver. Hmm. Um. In the end, is there anything they could have done? on that Hail Mary other than what they did, which was, you know, they took a timeout, reset, got a little break, and the ball bounced around, and it just came up, you know, in a bad way yeah. for Washington. Yeah, that's, that's just one of those things that happens a couple times a year to somebody, and unfortunately they got the unlucky bounce, and the guy made a great play. So, they, yeah, there's nothing. They were all in position to make a play. Somebody just got to try to go up and, and spike it like a volleyball player, but right. they didn't get that one done. On the two-point conversion there at the end uh, that Denver didn't make, St. Juicet looked like got in there a little bit early. Is that a call that they should have made, or were you okay with uh, them not making that call? Bang, bang. I thought it was bang, bang, really. I mean, they could have made the call. Um, it was kind of similar to the one you guys had against the Giants last year. Everybody mm-hmm. complained about. Yeah. Um, probably not that extreme as a Giant one, but it was very similar. I, I think you got to let that one play because right. he was right there and uh, had good coverage. He had his hand on the back a little bit, but I don't think he impeded him. Jay Gruden with us. All right, you didn't draft. This is the one guy you didn't draft, right? You drafted everybody else on that defensive line. So we talked about them taking over the game last week. But 
uh, we got to see Chase Young, and there was a lot of good, right? I mean, you know, one and a half sacks. He combines with Sweat on a big third down in the red zone, uh, I think inside the 10, uh, so on and so forth, right? Pressure on the Jamin Davis fumble, but there were some things. You know, he took a personal foul on a late hit uh, late in the game on Russell Wilson. He had a neutral zone infraction. He overran uh, one pass rush that Russell Wilson kind of came up. What did you see out of Chase, number one? And number two, um, I guess, how as a coaching staff do you balance all the good with some of the bad? Well, I think every player is going to have some plays that they wish they had back. But I think the uh, athleticism that he has, uh, he's going to be a factor moving forward. He had a good game in his first game of the year. Uh, he's going to get in better and better shape as the season goes on. He'll play more minutes. And if the offense continues to play well, give themselves a lead, then he's going to get major opportunities to rush a passer, which we're going to use him for uh, quite often. So, you know, he'll clean up the bad stuff, and uh, but the good stuff is really, really good. Jay Gruden with us right here on the Team 980. All right, let's spin you quickly around the rest of the NFL um, I, you know, to me, Seattle, Jay, going into Detroit, knowing what that place has been like, a hornet's nest, and winning without both of their starting tackles and doing what they did in that spot, that, that was probably the most impressive week two win that I wasn't expecting. How about you? Yeah, I think Baltimore was one, too. Everybody talked about all the injuries yep. that they had coming in. They lost their back, and a lot of offensive linemen didn't play. And they go to Cincinnati, who just got drummed. Um, you know, it was going to be a, a first home game for them. True. Uh, nobody expected that one either. I thought that was a good one, too. But Seattle was very, very impressive. Buffalo bouncing back was impressive. There's Miami going to New England and beating Belichick was pretty impressive as well. Uh, speaking of Miami, I mean, obviously, too, is the, the, the biggest reason. But McDaniel doesn't seem to get as much credit – you know, as maybe he deserves, uh, and maybe that's, you know, maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, but when you see that Miami team, we know that they can throw the ball all over the yard. But, like, last night they had to grind out that game a little bit. To me, against that defense and that atmosphere, that was as impressive as what they did the previous week against the soft Chargers defense, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. That was a great game plan. They, uh, you know, they had to. Can't at the most start a little bit more than they probably anticipated, but mm -hmm. getting a win in New England, I don't know if people really understand how hard it is. Yeah. I don't care if Brady's there or not. It's very difficult, and, and Coach McDaniel's doing a great job with that quarterback and, and that offense. You know, you can see other teams that have skilled players, not quite that skillful, but they're not doing anything on offense. you got to put these guys in positions to succeed. Uh, they're using unique motions and formations, and they're putting them in a great position to be successful. All right, one last one for you, Jay Gruden with us, brought to you by Ted Britt. Uh, Buffalo got off to a slow start last uh, yesterday at home in their home opener. Uh, you know, uh, Devontae Adams just went right down the field. Bing, bang, boom, Jimmy G, everything's uh, looking. You know, and, and they and they missed uh, they missed on, I think, on a fourth and goal. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, kind of threw a, a bad ball, which they came up empty and no points. But then they got it going and blew out the Raiders 38-10. What I mean, is it just simply controlling Josh Allen from making plays by extending them and then trying to force the turnovers? Like what is what is the number one way you go about trying to design a plan to at least control Josh Allen? Now you gotta get after him with your four. And I think the the Washington has those four that can do that. So if you can put pressure on him with four and leave seven guys in coverage, uh you'll have a lot better success rate than trying to blitz him because he runs through blitzes and that's where he makes a lot of his big plays. So I would be uh, very surprised if they really attack Josh Allen with a blitz. I think you'll see a lot of four-man uh, rushes and, and make him beat you within the pocket. 
On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group, Ted Britt Ford and Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, Ted Britt, Chevrolet and Sterling, all home for Ted Britt for life, lifetime vehicle maintenance and coverage. See and shop them at tedbritt.com. Jay, great as always. Appreciate the insight, and I'll talk to you real soon, uh, if not before next Monday after the Commanders and the Bills. You got it. Thanks, Chris. All right, there you go. That is former Redskins head coach, NFL offensive coordinator Jay Gruden each and every Monday with us, again, driven by Ted Britt. We'll take a timeout. If you want to hop in, 301-230-0980. Ron Rivera coming up in about 11 minutes or so from Ashburn. No longer Ashburnistan. No longer Ashburnit down, baby. It's 2-0 on a football victory Monday and a Motown Monday on the Team 980. All right, I forgot to get in Ben Conti's question for Jay Gruden. Uh, he wanted to know who was his favorite, Samaj P. Ryan or Ryan Grant. Um, I think Jay would has disputed enough that he had an overall infatuation with any of those guys. That was just more like a perceived thing from the media. But I forgot to get it in because I had a million game questions uh, to ask him. But, you know, just in case you missed it, obviously hit the Odyssey Rewind feature. We'll have it up shortly, isolated uh, at theteam980.com and or on the Odyssey app. Matt does a great job getting those up there as quickly as humanly possible. Uh, but, you know, I think big picture, you know, like overall view, um, you know, he didn't have a problem with Ron Rivera going for it on a 59-yard field goal. Uh, he did say, he did say, and I, this kind of surprised me, but I think it's the right answer that Ron took a major risk down 21-3, fourth and goal at the four, to go for it, not take the easy points and the easy field goal, and to get you to 21-6. I mean, again, I understand the game was, I mean, it would have been, 15 points, so you would have needed two scores, two touchdowns, and an, and one two-point conversion. But as opposed to walking away with nothing, and then, God forbid, what if you do that with a buck 45 left in the first half, and Denver goes right down the field again and scores even a field goal? You know, then it's 24-3, or maybe even worse. So that was an interesting answer, I thought, you know, from Jay. And in terms of Sam Howell, I mean, you heard what he said basically when I asked him about the three throws. I mean, he, you know, the Logan Thomas throw, very impressed with. Didn't seem to be like goo-goo gaga over the Terry McLaurin throw. That's fine. Um, but really liked the John Bates throw. And he agrees with me. We haven't had a quarterback. He's like, never mind here, quarterbacks that have played here. Not many quarterbacks can make all three of those throws. Anywhere, period. Go back and listen to it in its entirety. Uh, we tried to obviously ask as many different strategy questions uh, as we can and kind of put him in the driver's seat uh, a little bit. 301 230 0980. 301 230 0980. Tell you what we're going to do. 
We will take the time out here so that we can hit Ron Rivera as close to on time as we can. We'll take a little bit of Ron Rivera, uh, you know, depending on how interesting it is, I guess. Uh, And then we'll get back to you and your calls on the other side of 3 o'clock and Ron Rivera. So stay tuned for that. Ron Rivera coming up from Ashburn in just a couple of moments, exclusively right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.